Hello, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with Proclaiming the Word of God. Tonight we're going to be coming to you with a Bible study and we're going to be coming out of Psalms chapter 27. We're going to cover only half of this uh, scripture. It's only 14 verses long, but we're going to just do half of it and then come back with the other half on next week. So let's take a look at this scripture. This is a Psalm of David. And let's just go through it one uh, verse by verse. Amen. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Now, David writes this Psalms, and he is identifying with the Lord. And he's putting him in the present tense. He's talking about who the Lord is to him right now in this present time. He says that the Lord, meaning the Lord, the one who is the ruler of his life, the one who is to be your ruler and your guide of your life. He is my light. So, We all know that when light comes into a room, it dispels darkness. So the role model that David and that we are to follow is the Lord, who is our light. And it says he's our salvation. We've got a salvation that is coming to us if we serve the Lord and we transcend over Or if the Lord comes back for his church and we are caught up to meet him in the air. No matter how we how it turns out, whether in death or whether uh, meeting him up in glory or we live here on the earth. The Lord is our salvation. So he comes in and he saves us. And I know that. With us having to live like we live now and go to work and having so many different things on our plates that we have to take care of, managing our homes and taking care of our families, paying our bills and just watching you doing the work of the kingdom of God and relationships and friendships, that in all of these things, the Lord is our salvation. So the Lord helps us to be able to pay our bills. He saves us from being put out and things of that nature. He helps us with our relationships. So he is our salvation. He's helping us. And and here David says that the Lord is the strength of my life. And I wonder, out of all the things that we have to do, have you ever just said sometimes, God, give me strength. Lord, just please give me strength. Well, you'll find that you can be tired and you can go and lay down and get some rest. And the next day you have the strength to carry on just a little bit further. The Lord is my strength. He is the strength of my life. And so he asked a question in both of these, in in both of these as the Lord being his light and the Lord being his strength. He says, if the Lord, as the Lord is his light. Whom shall I fear? 
Because light dispels darkness. If the Lord is your light, whatever is there to to frighten you, God is going to illuminate that because there is a light from the Lord that comes to save you from whatever it is that wants to make you afraid. We don't have to fear when we walk in God. God has not given that us a spirit of fear. And it says that if he is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? So if I have to go up in battle, I got somebody who's going to give me his strength that I will be able to fight this battle. Because we know that there's only so much that we can do in our own human strength. But when we got the enablement of God, He gives us that supernatural strength when we have to fight battles in our life. So whom shall I be afraid? Because I got the strength of the Lord backing up my life. Now let's look at verse number two. He says, when the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and they fell. So because he's already wrapped up and tied up in the Lord, the Lord is his light. The Lord is his salvation. The Lord is his strength. So when enemies come up against, come up against David, then David knew that God was backing him up. So when you've got light and you've got a savior who's going to save you, and you've got the strength of him enabling you, your enemies are going to be defeated because God is backing you up. Amen? Amen. So your enemies, they may come up against you to eat your flesh, but when we walk with God, your enemies, they're going to stumble and they're going to fall. And that's what happened with King David. He says in that third verse of Psalms 27, Though a host should encamp against me. Amen. He says, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me. In this will I be confident. So even in our lives, sometimes we seem like we got a host of issues. That means a a, a great, uh, a great uh, encampment against us. Many things come up against us. Many people come up against us. But he says, though a host should encamp against me, he says, my heart shall not fear. So, in other words, he's turned himself completely over to God. And he knows that God, we go back to that light and that salvation and the strength that We got to be to the point that we know God has us. Uh, Do you know that God got you? Even though I know you got, most of us got bills. Most of us got issues. Most of us got just problems sometimes. But that's life because it wasn't said that life was always going to be easy. But it says that though a host come up against you, what's going on in your heart? Are you fearful and are you afraid? Many of us, if we've walked with God and we know God, then we should have seen where God has come in 
in our lives and God has made a way for us out of no way. And I'm sure that you can look back over your life and see how God has taken care of you. How when you thought things were going to fall apart, God came in and he rescued you out of certain situations. He made a way out of no way. It was a war that rose up against you. But you could be confident because you knew that God was going to fight the battle. God was going to give you the strategy that you need to fight the battle. And even if you've got things and situations that you are coming up against now, God will show you how to fight. God will teach your hands how to war. And God will keep you calm in the storm because your hope and your trust is in him. So you don't have to lose your mind when things are coming up against you. You just know that God got this. You don't have to be telling everybody, I got problems, I got issues. Sometimes the best thing you can do is sometimes is to keep your mouth closed. Trust in the Lord. Because a lot of times people will stir up fear and doubt in you and get you to the point where you're afraid. But when you know God, when you've got a track with, record with God and you've seen God and you know that you're serving God, he's going to come in and he's going he's gonna to fight the battles for you or he's going to sh- fight the battles with you and show you how to fight. It says that war and says that though war would rise against me, in this I will be confident. Just know that God is going to help you through. Just know that. So don't be laying in your bed at night worried about everything. Just say, I know God going to work this out for me. I know God is already working it out. And just thank God. And then you go to sleep at night. Don't, don't, don't waste time worrying about what's, what's ahead of you. Let's look at verse number four. It says, one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. And this is what he wanted, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. So that's where we want to be. Many of you have been raised as Christians and you have carried this on to your adulthood. But even if you just now found out about God, amen, hallelujah. That's a thing to rejoice over. But you still want to see that you may dwell in the house of the Lord. To behold the beauty of the Lord. There is love that is in God. There is grace that is in God. That he gives us that unmerited favor. Amen. That he died on that cross for your sins and mine. Even when we were in our sins. Amen. And that. He's going to be our father, that he is standing watch over us. Amen. And that we know that we're going to dwell in the house of the Lord forever and to inquire in his temple. So come boldly to the throne of grace. Come boldly to God. Jesus has taken away that petition that used to be between us. Jesus has washed us with his blood. 
and we can come to our heavenly father and, and with the blood of Jesus on us, washing away our sins, we can come boldly to the throne of grace. Amen. Amen. And we can talk to God about our problems and, and talk to God about our issues. Talk to God about the things that we don't understand. Amen. And people used to teach years ago, don't ask the Lord no questions. He God. Yes, he is God. But you can talk to your heavenly father. There's a way that you can go to God respectfully and talk to God. And sometimes, you know, even when we got so many problems, sometimes we just get mad at God. We're like, God, why you let me have all these problems? God, why is everything so bad for me? God, why don't things turn around for me? God, when is it going to get better? And that's sometimes what we, what we cry out. But thank God that he's a merciful God. And he looks down on us and he knows we sheep. He knows that we need instructions. He knows that we need to come to him sometimes because we just don't understand. So that's nothing new to God. That's nothing new to God. The Bible says that we can inquire in his temple. Amen. We can come into the presence of the Lord. Amen. We can come before and, and go into the holy of holies and talk straight to God. Amen. We can ask God some things and then we need to wait patiently on the answer. Amen. It says in that fifth verse, it says, for in the time of trouble. So when is the time of trouble? Some people, they say you either, you either what? Uh, going towards trouble or you in it or you just coming out of it. But whatever time it is, it says that for in the time of trouble, Thank you, Jesus. He is there with us. So it says, he shall hide me in his pavilion. Amen. So in a time of trouble, just know that God's got your back is what they say. They say that they call friends. They say that I got a ride or die friend. Well, I want you to know that when you walk with God, amen, that he is there and he's covering you. And then I want you to know this. God's desire is that you walk closely in fellowship with him. But I stopped by to even tell you that even when we don't walk close with God, God is close with us. Amen. Because that's the love of a father. Hallelujah. God is right there with us. Hallelujah. And he is looking and watching over us. You think about the many times that you didn't even think to say, thank you, Jesus. God was right there with you. Amen. He says that he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He's going to watch over you. God is covering you right now. God is putting a veil over you. Sometimes when trouble comes and knocks at your door. Amen. God's got you covered. The enemy can't even see you. Hallelujah. Because God is right there. And that's what God wants you to know. I'm going to cover you, child. You my child. You my daughter. Amen. You are part of royalty. I got you covered. I am the king is what God is saying. I am the king. I am your protector. I am your way maker. Hallelujah. It says he shall set me upon a rock. And if he sets you upon a rock, that rock is King Jesus who died for you, who watches over you who intercedes for you. Amen. 
who, who, who shed his blood for you. He is that rock. He is the rock. And if any enemy comes up against you, he will fall on that enemy. Amen. Just know that when the enemies come up against you, they're not just fighting up against you, but they are fighting up against Almighty God. So you may feel like sometimes it's just you, but you got God and you got a host of God's army walking right there with you in whatever you are going through. Let's look at verse number six. And that rock is always with you. Let me add that to you. It's, it's, remember, it used to be a commercial, get a piece of the rock. Well, you got a piece of the rock. The rock is King Jesus. Amen. So anybody who comes up against that rock, if they don't get out of God's way and they want to keep on sinning against God, they want to keep on sinning against you, then God will deal with your enemies. Amen. So if that rock falls on you, if you want to keep on rebelling against God, your enemies want to rebel against God. If the rock of Jesus falls on them, they better beware. They better beware because God is not going to let people keep coming up against you and he not take a stand, especially when you living for him. God will fight your battles for you. Amen. Let's look at verse number six and we're getting ready to wrap this up because we were just going to go through verse number seven. So let's look at Psalms 27 verse number six. And it says, and now shall mine head be lifted up above my enemies. When is it going to be lifted up? Now. Amen. When is now? As you say, now is now. So now is in the present. God is right here with me in this situation. Even though God is here in eternity, God is right here with me now. He's already done seen how this is going to work out. But I got to know, and you got to know, just like David knew, that God and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. So God will cause me to rise up in my thoughts. God will cause me to know that he is the way maker. God will cause you to get stop having your head all drooped down and being depressed because he is the lifter up of our heads. Amen. And he is operating in my now. Amen. It says, therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy so God got this so you can say thank you Jesus thank you Jesus for paying my bills thank you Jesus for healing my body Jesus thank you for working that situation out between me and my co-worker thank you Jesus for working that problem out with my friends oh God oh God I thank you Lord because all of my needs are met God because you operating in my now He sees your situation right now. He knows what you have need of even before you ask because he is the God of your now. Right now, God, I say thank you. I will sing praises unto the Lord. I will glorify you, O God, now, in the now, because you've already moved on my situation. You've already been a light in in darkness for me. You are with me right now. 
Whom shall I fear because the God is with me now? Who shall I be afraid of? Who will you be afraid of because God is with you now? Knowing that God will fight this battle or he will teach you the strategies for the battle. He will lead you in in the battle if you will just trust in him. If you will lean and depend upon him, God's got your back in this situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. Somebody ought to say thank you, God. It says, I will sing praises unto the Lord. I will lift up my hands and I will sing praises unto the Lord because he he has lifted me up above my enemies. My thoughts are higher than my enemies. My thoughts are that God is higher than my enemies. The God of my now. The God who is with me right now. The God who is with me today in my trouble. In these situations, the God of now has caused me to rise up above my enemies over this situation. And let's get ready to close out with verse number 7. Here is what he says. Here. O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. So he says, hear. That's a a cry. He says, hear. Lord, I need you to open your ears and hear. O Lord. So that is saying, O Lord, I'm connected with you. I am calling you, O Lord, because I am tied and connected to you. Hear, O Lord. Hallelujah. Hear, O Lord. O God, hear, O Lord. You are my God, and I'm crying to you to hear me, O God. Hear me when I cry with my voice. Hear, O Lord. I am saying, Abba, O Lord, you are my Father. I'm calling out to God, Abba, hear me. Hear, O Lord. He says, when I cry, have mercy also upon me. So he's saying two things. Hear, O Lord, when I cry. And then he's asking for, Lord, have mercy on me. O God, look at my situation and have mercy on me. God, look at me in this predicament and have mercy on me, God. Oh Lord, you know my frame. Have mercy on me. God, you know that I am a sheep. I need you to have mercy on me. Have mercy, God. Give me mercy, God. Oh Lord, God, give me mercy in this situation, oh God. Oh God, give me mercy in this situation. Oh Lord, I know I didn't do everything right, God, but God, please give me mercy. Is what he's saying. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. So he's saying the third thing, answer me, God. So he said, hear, O Lord. O God, when I cry out to you, I need you, God, to hear me. And then he says, God, I need you to have mercy on me. And then he says, Lord, I need you to answer me. Amen. Hallelujah. So he's connected to God and he's asking, oh Lord, hear. God, hear. Hear me when I cry. And then he said, Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And then he says, answer me. Answer me. So he's waiting 
for the answer. He knows that God has heard him because he's already said he is my light. So he's already said he is my salvation. He's already called him Lord and he's connected to him. Hallelujah. And he's saying, answer me. Hallelujah. How many of us want God to answer us? Amen. We know God will answer us. Hallelujah. We may not know it all today because we'll never know everything about God. We may not know how God going to work out the situation. But we know, we know without a shadow of a doubt that if we say here, oh Lord, hallelujah, God hears us when we cry. Hallelujah. And we know that each day we know that God has mercy on us. But in situations and when troubles come and trials come, we can say, have mercy on me. And then we can cry, Lord, answer me. Answer me, Lord. Just answer me, Lord. And we know that he will. Amen. We know that he will. Amen. Well, this has been our Bible study for tonight. We have come from Psalms 27, verses 1 through 7. And we will um, continue this Bible study on next week. I pray that there has been something said in tonight's Bible study that will help you in your life situation. And then go back and reflect on what we read in 27. And just know that God is your light. And just trust in Him. So I have enjoyed being able to teach the Bible study to you tonight. And I hope to see you on my next podcast. Hallelujah. This has been a good day. This has been a good Bible study. So share the podcast with somebody. Tell somebody about Valerie Laurie Ministries. Because I love the Lord. I try to teach you right. And so help me to share the good news about Jesus Christ. And to spread the word out across the world. This is Evangelist Valerie Laurie. And until we meet again, you be blessed. And bye-bye.